You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Cool things are happening here with the How to Talk to Girls podcast. We are now and have been, well, for a while in the top 200 of all health and fitness podcasts. So if you go into iTunes, if you are in America, because I believe they do it by country, so it's different for everyone. But in America, if you go to top charts, you will see that we are consistently in the top 200 of all health and fitness podcasts. Pretty amazing. And I thank you for it because you listen and you leave reviews and it means so much to me. And it's so cool to see this podcast running strong. And like I said, it's not going anywhere. I got so many more episodes. I got so many more cool guests. There's just a lot ahead. And it's, uh, it's, it's just great to do yet another episode. I like to thank anyone who's left a review recently. Two five-star reviews, one from CycleFG. He gives five stars. Awesome podcast. He says this podcast has plenty of useful information, also great variety and interviews. I do strive for the variety, so glad that it's working for you. Uh, Amador the Bear says, great stuff. Five stars, all field-tested or backed by science. Trip straightforward, and his advice works if you're willing to apply it. That is right. If you're willing to apply it, are you? Willing to apply it? Have you been trying to put it out there? Are you taking the advice? Are you using it? Are you trying to approach? Are you getting online? Are you getting over your ex? Are you making sure that you're working on your inner and outer qualities? Are these the things that you're working on? Or are you just listening to another podcast doing nothing? And I get it. I get it. It's not easy to make that first step. It can be very hard. I know that a lot of guys have a a hard time doing it by themselves. But of course, you know, that if you need help and you need that kick in the ass, I can help you do that. That's right, I can kick your ass in a nice way, meaning I can help you, I can push you, I can motivate you, I can take you to the next level if you are willing to do it. Coaching is available. Go to coachedbytrip.com. There is a little bit of a wait list right now because the demand is heavy and it's only so much of trip to go around, but I promise you that the wait is worth it because the results that guys get from this program have just been insane lately. I got guys all the time who are either getting into relationships, they are getting so many more dates with higher quality women than they were before, whether it's online, getting over your approach anxiety, all that stuff is worked on in the TripAdvice Mentorship Coaching Program. So if you need help, coachedbytrip.com, you'll see that there are some testimonials of guys who've taken the program so you know that it is legit. And of course, I'd love to work with you. So fill out an application today. And we can do that. How does that sound? Sound good? Sounds good to me. Okay. I have a lot of energy today. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to go into some Q&A, answer some questions. Like I always tell you, if you have a question you want answered, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Go there, and then you can email, well, not, not go there, email me, sorry, email me, and you can ask me a question. If you put in the subject line, podcast question, I'll know it's for the podcast. And then I'll put it on here if you give great detail into the situation and, and I'll answer it like I'm going to do in just a second here. And as you know, I always tell you this, not that it really means much, but I don't read these ahead of time. Okay. I have uh, someone who works here at TripAdvice, my awesome assistant slash customer service guy. And he, he reads through these and he picks the ones that are really awesome. And then I answer them here and I don't read them beforehand. So I'm giving you 
real-time advice. It's a nice way to test my knowledge here and give you the best advice that I can in real time. So we're going to do that, and we're going to do it right now, shall we? We shall. Here we go. Okay, this one is from Made. Made. Hi, Trip. A couple days ago, I typed how to talk to girls into Google, and to my surprise, I found this podcast with a lot of great content addressing precisely the stuff I need to work on. So first of all, thanks for doing this, and know that you have a new fan in Czechia. Fantastic. And by the way, uh, this really good English here. You're, you're, you write this very well for not being from America. Okay, he says, I started using dating apps this week, trying your advice as much as I can, and so far I'm getting matches with interesting, good-looking girls, getting responses, and I'm starting to believe that's actually going to work. I felt better after seeing just how many beautiful women are out there looking for someone. Since this idea of dating multiple women is new to me, I have some questions. How do you do that without misleading people? How to communicate this in a good way? I want to be open about the fact that I'm seeing and potentially sleeping with other people, but I fear it might turn off good candidates. If you could answer this in your next podcast or point me to an episode where you already talked about it, it would be great. Keep up your great work, Madei. Okay, Madei, great question. I, I do believe I've answered this before, but of course I'll answer it again. And it is something that actually I answer quite a bit when I'm doing coaching because guys start to get a lot of dates and they say the same thing and they go, well, what do I do if I get lots of dates? Like, is this something I should do? Is this something I should not do? I'm going to interrupt myself by telling you just a quick story of a friend of mine. I always just remember this one, this one instance where a friend of mine, back when I used to live in LA, he would say to me, and it just, it's tattooed in my brain for some reason. He just goes, you know what? I'm just a one woman kind of guy. And he was saying that in reference to the fact that he doesn't want to date multiple women at once. He's a one woman kind of guy and he just doesn't have the emotional capacity. Those weren't his words, but this is from what I remember. That he can't date multiple women at once. And at that point, I I still believed in what I'm about to say, but now I can explain further why I think that's really bad. And I think that shows a weakness and almost a desperation. And in my friend now, he is, he is married. But either way, I would say this to him if he was still single. I would say, listen, it's a weak mindset because what is preventing you from dating other women? The fact that all your emotions are in one? I mean, I get it. Like, If you're dating one woman seriously, that's different. You're committed to them, and, and that's your girlfriend. You're monogamous. But I'm not talking about that, and I know that, Madei, you're not talking about this either. What we're talking about here is dating multiple women at once when you're in the first to like fifth or even sixth date category, where I believe that it is totally fine and totally ethical to do so. But uh, before we get into that, what I'm saying here is, is that you don't know these women yet. You don't know them. Yeah, you might have an intuitive feeling about them, maybe on the second, third, fourth date, but you really don't know them yet. You need to give it more of a shot. I think you need to handle your emotions better, not get sucked in and one-itis into one, and challenge yourself to date multiple women at once. Because if you do it at the slow one here, and then the next one, and then the next one, if you do it like that, that process, this could be very detrimental to you. And that's why I think it's something that you need, and I say you, I mean anyone here, should be working on. 
Because if you're going to go that slow, this could take you forever. You don't know what's going to happen with some of these girls that you're going on dates with. You have no idea what's going to happen when you're going on a, on a date with a girl and, and it's four dates in and you know you find out that you don't like her or she says something to you and she doesn't like you anymore and now, okay, back to the drawing board and you got to get back. And isn't it better just to be dating multiple women at once to then find someone that you want to be in a relationship with? Or if you're not looking for a relationship, which could be you, Mithay, you know, then it's just going to be better because you have more women that you're, you're hooking up with and having a good time and all that good stuff. But your question here is, how do you do that without misleading people? How do you communicate this? So here's my feelings. First of all, understand that women are doing the same thing. Okay, it's not just men who are dating multiple, multiple women. Okay, women are dating multiple men at once too. So just know that that is happening also. Okay, now what you need to understand is you're not misleading anyone unless you lie. So what I believe is that you can do whatever you want as long as you don't lie about it. You want to date multiple women? That's totally fine. Everyone's doing it these days. Not that that is an argument. I don't love that argument, but it's just the reality. And it still kind of adds to it a little bit, let's be honest. But people are doing it. And as long as you're honest about it, then it's totally fine. But here's the other thing too, which I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but you don't need to tell a woman that you're dating multiple women. It's almost implied people know that people are doing that. It's implied. And it should be always implied that the girl that you're dating, or I should say even the girl that's dating you, should always be implied that they might be dating someone else until you are in a monogamous or some sort of committed relationship. You should never expect. You might think that they're not dating anyone else, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, are they for sure? Well, don't ever assume that they are, and a woman shouldn't ever assume that you are. So with that being said, you don't need to say anything to them, not because it's secret or hidden or because you don't want to hurt their feelings. No, just because there's no reason. There'd be no reason to, to bring up that information unless asked. So your next question is, how do you communicate this in a good way? So the way that I would communicate it is just radical honesty, my friend. Of course, there's so many different ways a woman might ask you, and we can't just go into every different type of way she's going to ask. But when, in whatever way she asks, like, are you dating other people? You just you say yes. Say, I'm not in anything committed, but, but yes. Yes, I am. Just like that. That's the best way to do it. Now, here's why guys won't say that. Guys are scared to do that. Well, one, you're scared to hurt her feelings, but we already took care of that part because remember, you're never committed to anyone, so if their feelings are hurt, that's on them, not on you. And then also, the second reason why you might be scared to say something is because you're afraid that she's going to reject you. She's going to go, oh, well, you're dating other people? Well, then this isn't going to work out. So this is an interesting situation you're going to be putting yourself in. You're going to have to ask yourself, well, is this someone that I want to see more committed? Because it depends when she asks you this, right? If she asks you this on the first or second date, obviously, if she's like, oh, well, I don't date other people who are dating other people, you got to let this girl go. Don't let her frame affect you. Just because she doesn't want to do that, that doesn't mean it's, it's going to be right for you. And even if she's pretty, a lot of guys love putting the woman on the pedestal because she's pretty. So don't lose that frame and, don't, and, and stick to your guns 
and stick to what you want to do. And so if you want to play the game of I'm going to date multiple women at a time because I don't want to waste time and I want to be able to date women to see if it's going to be a match or not, well, then this is the way that you're going to do it. And don't let another woman affect you. So if she's not into it, then goodbye. Now, she might ask you that on maybe a 15th date, maybe a 10th date. Well, this is where you have to make some decisions. But I'll help you with making this decision. This is going to be you going, hmm. So this girl's basically saying that if she, you know, she doesn't want to be dating me if I'm dating other people. So you need to ask yourself, well, is this someone that I want to just commit to and say, okay, yeah, well, yes, I am dating other people, but I'd rather keep seeing you. Could do that. But here's the danger in that too. 10 to 15 dates, have you found out if she passes your non-negotiables? Do you know for sure if this is a woman that is a good match for you? Or you just think she's pretty and it's fun to have sex with her? You got to be honest about what it is that you're really looking for. Does she pass those things? So you got to really think to yourself, is this someone that I'm ready to do this with now? And you might have to say to her, you know, sorry, if she has to leave, if she's not interested, then sorry. Again, we're not going to revolve our lives and what we're doing around someone else just because that's the way they think, just because we are desperate to get some girls, desperate to hook up with a girl, desperate for the validation from a girl. It's not what we do. That is very dangerous. And you're giving yourself even further lower self-esteem than you have in that moment because that's why you're making that decision. You're just basing it around being with her. So I ask you, Is that someone you even really want to be with if they're saying that they don't date people while they're dating other people? Another thing I should add in here too is women won't always react that way. You have to understand just because you tell a woman that you're dating other people doesn't mean she's going to go all the way towards, well, we, I don't want to see you anymore. Some women actually become more attracted to you because they see A, you're not desperate for her, B, you're being honest, and C, the most important it showed that you're wanted by other women, which is social proof, which is one of the most powerful persuasion tactics. It shows that, oh, okay, there's something valuable about you, that other women want you, and that you're not just going to settle for one. So she might actually become more attracted to you. Of course, I wouldn't lie about that. (laughs) You could if you wanted to, but I don't know why you would do that. You know, just be honest with, are you dating other people? Are you not? And I think that most of the time, more than two-thirds of the time, it's going to be in your favor to just be honest and say what's going on. So I hope that helps. I think I covered every aspect of it. Made, that was a great question, and I appreciate you asking it. Why don't we move on to the next one? Good morning, Trip. Thank you for your podcasts and interviews. They are very helpful and reassuring. I'm a 37-year-old Asian male who recently moved to Houston, Texas. I have two questions. One, when is it appropriate to give your number out on a dating app? I usually send about two to four message exchanges to the woman, then message my number. However, recently they either don't respond, tell me they aren't comfortable giving me their number, or respond without acknowledging I gave my number out. How should I handle this when these scenarios happen? Okay, first of all, I like that you're doing that. And for all of you out there who think, wow, should you really give your number out? I heard that's not a good idea in person. Uh, Yeah, in person, that's not a good idea. On an app, it is a good idea because it filters for the women who are really interested in you. And it actually gets them further invested in you when they have to text you. 
And yes, women will do it, believe it or not. However, they won't do it if they don't like your profile and if they don't like your bio. So the women who are the most interested in you will actually respond to you. So your question here is, how do I handle the scenarios when they don't respond? If they don't respond, it's probably just done. They're not that interested. If they say that they're not comfortable giving me their number, also not as interested. It's, it's the same answer. Or respond without acknowledging I gave my number out. Uh, that's so funny. And yes, women will do that. They'll totally skip that, that over. And so I like to throw what I call an objection text, which basically summarizes as so. If that ever happens, what you can do is say, well, I just really would like to get to know someone in person just because I'm crazy busy, right? You can say something along those lines. But here's something else I'll tell you you can do. One thing that you can do is if you're ever talking to a woman online and this happens, you can always move it to a video chat if they don't feel comfortable, right? So they don't feel comfortable. You can say, well, how about this? Let's just video chat and go from there because most apps will allow you to do a video chat inside of the app. But if they're not comfortable giving you their number, then you know what? This is a woman we don't want to be sitting here trying to convince to like you. There are plenty of women who will actually want to text you, who will text you, who will meet up with you after two to four messages, after that exchange. It is possible. It's crazy, but it does happen. So I I seriously urge you that if you are on an app and that's not happening and they're not texting or not acknowledging it, to just either move on or say like, hey, listen, I'd rather just get to know you in person or hey, why don't we just do a video chat here on the app? So that's my answer for that. He says, this leads to my second question. Does race play a factor in women responding? I message all types of women, but I haven't had much success in terms of matching or messaging for some time. Obviously, it's frustrating and I'm not sure what to do. I think I'm a fairly good looking guy who's lost some weight and I had a professional write my profile last year, but haven't gotten the success I was hoping for. I would appreciate your input. Keep up the good work. Thanks for hearing me out, V. Okay, so first of all, I urge you, V, hopefully you're listening to this episode and for everyone else, get my online domination program. It is incredible and you can write your own profile with the template that's fill in the blank that's inside of the online domination uh, uh, program. Excuse me. And in that program, you're also going to get a whole sequence of messages to send and what to put in your bio and for your pictures and all that stuff. So to answer your question, does race play a factor? No, your pictures and bio do. You know, yeah, I mean, everyone's race plays a factor. Yeah, okay, there's going to be women who don't want to date Asians. There's going to be women who don't want to date white guys. There's going to be women who don't want to date, you know, Christian guys, Jewish guys, this, that, whatever. So yeah, race always plays a factor. But what's most important and the only thing that you have control over, which is not your race, is your pictures. So it sounds like, it's interesting how you had someone write your profile. That's the second thing I would have hired someone to do. I would have hired someone to get me professional pictures and really good pictures because that's going to make the most difference. Then your bio is next. If your pictures suck, they're never going to read your bio. But if your pictures are great, then they will read your bio. And then that is going to be important too to have a good bio there. And then after that, they're going to be more willing to respond to you, meet up with you, and will be comfortable giving their number out and texting you. So yes, online domination does help with all that. Guys, get that. The link is in the description so you can get that program. It's 
really inexpensive and uh, it's going to help you get a lot more dates online. So hope that helps. Understand that uh, her race doesn't matter. It's your pictures. And if women aren't comfortable giving out their number, they're just not interested, which means also that you need better pictures and a better bio. Next question. Hey, Trip, big fan. And by big fan, I mean spending hours to see anything related to my situation, but couldn't find anything. Ooh, this is juicy. I love it. I always get excited because I'm like, I wonder if I answered this question before. We'll find out. He says, you're always talking about dating, but what if dating is not an option? I know it sounds crazy, but hear me out. I'm in a country, Dubai, that is strict and it's difficult to meet women. The dating part comes at the very end after she knows you very well and trusts you. The only place acceptable for meeting and interacting with women is work. I am in administration and she is in the medical sector. I know you always say don't date a coworker, but what if my intention is to be serious in a relationship and marriage? Would that be okay? If so, please guide me how to lead the interaction forward without using the domination part from Ted's system and without going to a date or asking her out. I can't ask her out as I explained. So is there any way to test her interest first? Thanks and appreciate it. Okay. It's like, how do you do the thing that you should do without you giving the advice that you always give? It's, it's a very interesting way of, of asking this, John. Uh, but let me see what I can do here for you. Okay, so let's dissect this for a second. So it's difficult to meet women. The dating part comes at the very end after she knows you very well and trusts you. So the only acceptable place for meeting and interacting with women is work. I don't understand how that's possible. You're saying, what is that? What does one have to do with the other? That uh, confuses me. Why is the only place to meet women is work? Wouldn't, wouldn't the same situation happen? I mean, I get what you're saying. You're, you said acceptable, but you mean isn't it easier to meet women at work because they already probably trust you is what I'm gathering from what you're saying here. So there's a couple questions in here. It's interesting. Okay, the dating part comes at the end. That's fine. If you're in a, if you're in a place where the culture is a little bit different, this stuff all still works. Women are still women. So you could you still use the, use the TED system. You might have to change it a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, maybe she's not interested in you, but I don't know. I wonder if that's true. Like, I'm not going to believe you blindly that that's just the way. I wonder if you're just getting in the friend zone a lot. I wonder if you think that way because you're living in your own reality where you're just getting in the friend zone so much. So that's one thing that could be happening. But I'm going to take your word for it and pretend and just trust you here that in Dubai, that is the way it is. And women just don't date and sleep with guys fast. So if that's the case, then I don't know why you just wouldn't go down that path. Okay, so build rapport, hang out with them, get them to trust you, and then move forward in the in the general way that you would. It's just going to go a lot slower. It still will not get me to tell you to meet women at work. You said, but my intention is to be serious in a relationship and marriage. Would that be okay? That's everyone's intention. You know, that's most guys' intention. I think most guys want that anyways. So it doesn't matter what your intention is. It's still a bad idea to date a coworker because the reality is whatever your intention is, it might not work out or you can get in trouble for sexual harassment. There's just too many ifs. So no, it's not okay for you to date a coworker, even if your intention is for relationship and marriage, because it has nothing to do with the end result. It's what the process is all about. And the process could get you in trouble because there's no guarantee that's going to end in relationship and marriage. So you don't want to be dating a coworker. And I can, I can't, Imagine that that's the only way in Dubai to meet women. So you might want to be 
meeting women in other ways. And if it has to start off with a little bit of friendship and trust, because that's the culture there, then that's fine. But I still, you know, I'd love for someone to, uh, who lives in Dubai to, to confirm this because I don't, I don't know the culture there and I don't know exactly how it works. So it'd be great to have someone write in it and, and we can revisit this conversation. But you said, please guide me how to lead the interaction forward without using the domination and without going to a date or asking her out. I can't ask her out as I explained. So is there a way to test her interest first? So you don't need to test interest. There's no need to test interest. Some, see, this is, the, this is confusing. There's just no way. There's got to be some way of hanging out with her, even if you don't want to label it as a date. People are doing something in Dubai, like something is happening. Whether you want to label it as a date or not, we can call it just hanging out, spending time, two humans in the same room doing something together. So whatever that is or whatever that looks like in Dubai, you do that and you build rapport to then build the trust. Again, this is me trying to fit into your culture here with what I'm with, with, to help you, right? Sounds like you got to build the trust and then you kind of date more. So it sounds like this kind of backwards friend zone thing, which again, I'm really confused. And maybe that's just because that's not part of the American culture, but I still just can't believe that's for sure. But if that is the way it's done and do it the way, how was everyone else dating? Right? It's like, ask your, ask, ask your friends, how was everyone else meeting each other? So something is going down. And if it's going down in the way that it's build rapport, trust first, date later, then just go that route. And you're just not going to be escalating fast. You're really just going to be building a friendship first. And if that's the way it's done, that's the way it's done. So it sounds like it shouldn't be too hard for you as long as you continue to meet women the way other people are meeting. I mean, do dating apps exist in Dubai? I'm sure. I can probably do a quick Google search right now. Dubai dating apps. And if that's the case, let's see. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, there's tons. Yeah, yep. Dubai dating, UAE dating. Yeah. What is the best Tinder eHarmony happen, Badu. Okay. So yeah, just go with whatever's happening there. People are meeting online. They're going on on date. They're doing something, whether they call it a date or not, from the dating apps. I mean, I would call it a date. If you met a girl from a dating app, she's interested in dating you. You guys meet up. It's a date. So I wouldn't change the process too much more than that. That's what I have to say. All right, let's keep going here. Hi, Trip. Love the podcast. I especially love the detail you give to trivial items like French kissing. The detailed advice and breaking down step-by-step physical and emotional stages is brilliant. I also love the interview with Alana Pratt. Question. After listening to Alana, I realized I chased too much. One of the women I'm interested in is a one-inch back kind of girl. She's a pro at leaving a slight void in front of her which a few of her regular guys fall into and I teeter on the edge of. It seems like it's always me making the move, starting conversation, instigating physical touch. Last date started well. I gently touched her while we were cooking. Nice banter. I used a few cheeky but gentle insults. But then she seemed to friend zone me when I offered to take her feet while sitting opposite her. It seems like she's always hanging back. When I stopped the conversation, because I was wondering whether it was me doing all the work, there was a long pause before she started it again. What do I do? Thanks in advance, Neil. Okay, so I need to read this again, but I think I have an idea here. It sounds like you're in the friend zone. That's what it sounds like. It, you know, you're the one who's, st- you said you're making the moves, you're starting a conversation, instigating physical touch. 
I wish I had a little bit more details. Like, have you guys already kissed before? But it sounds like you tried to touch her a little bit. Like you, you touched her feet, which I think is fine. If you guys have already slept together and stuff, it sounds like a, a thing that you might do. That's just kind of flirty or whatever, but she friends on you. The, the reason why she friends on you. So, okay, here's the deal. I, I see now it's all clicking. She's not a one inch back kind of girl. Okay. There's no such thing as hard to get. There's no such thing as, you know, she said she's a pro at leaving a slight void in front of her. Either she has her own issues of commitment or she's a very avoidant type of attachment style. If you want to look up attachment styles, you can do that. There's different types. So maybe that's her or and or she is just not interested in you. This is kind of one of those, sorry, bro, she's just not that into you, right? She's just not that into you. So she's friend zoning you. She's not making the move. She's not starting conversation. This is all signs that she's not interested. The main sign that I see, though, it's not the starting conversation, making the moves. Like my my current girlfriend, or I should say even fiance, I I made all the moves at first. Literally everything, physical moves. I mean, I was asking her on dates for, you know, I was the one instigating the dates for the first like twenty dates. I was always she always said yes though. And we escalated things sexually. Okay, so women want to be led. So it's up to you to do that. But where it stops is, okay, if you're trying to be physical with her and she's not taking that, that means that she's not interested in you. She's not attracted to you. She's friend zoning you. So what do you do? You just you just got to back out of this altogether. So you said, it seems like she's always hanging back. So that's what you need to do. You need to hang back because you need to not chase a girl, which it sounds like you're doing. You even admitted that, that you chase too much. You're showing too much interest. But by the way, you know, you can show a lot of interest. You, you can. R- reality is you can show interest. It just can't be needy. There's a fine line between needy and showing, and showing interest. Showing interest is just making the move, starting the conversation, asking her out, being physical with them. But once they back off and you start to do that more when they're saying kind of like, no, don't like, or I don't want this or I won't meet up with you or whatever. That's when it gets needy. And that's when you just further fall into a friend zone situation or she just becomes unattracted. So point is, is you need to hang back and you need to stop hanging out with her. And if she says, oh, why aren't we hanging out anymore? Say, oh, well, you just don't seem interested because you need to tell her that even if it's not overtly, but even subtly that you were never interested in being friends with her. So why would you hang out with someone? Why would you ever hang out with someone who you're not interested in being friends with? Of course, you are interested in being friends with them along with the other thing though. So let's be black and white. Let's be clear. You're not interested in her as a friend. You're interested in her as a relationship or something sexual. So if that's not what the other girl wants, then bye-bye. We don't need to be desperate. Guys will get desperate, get needy when they realize they don't have a lot of options. So your problem, Neil, is that you don't have a lot of options. And that's why you're being needy for this girl and probably other women, which kind of reverts back to our very first question here. What we were talking about is dating multiple women. And one of the biggest benefits of dating multiple women is it prevents you from being needy because if one woman is on the edge or is a one inch back kind of girl, are you going to care about that one when you have another girl that's all over you and wants to always meet up? I hope not, unless you get sucked into the, you know, wanting something you can't have. But I just find it way better 
to be with a girl who actually wants me. The second that a girl doesn't like me, I instantly become turned off. Now, that's not how I used to be, but as self-esteem grew over the years, it got to that point. So I'm asking you, friend, and everyone who's listening, that you need to get to that point. How can we get you to that point? To the point where the second a girl is showing that disinterest, and I don't mean like teasing you or texting you back a few hours later, but real disinterest, like she's not showing up on the date, not agreeing to meet up with you, or putting you in the friend zone, to that point. I ask you to really just to move on from that. I hope that works. I hope that helped. If you need help, you feel like this is tough to do on your own, you know where to reach out. Coachedbytrip.com. That is the place to go to work with me. You can apply and I will do everything to help you online, in person, charisma, confidence. We do it all on the Trip Advice Coaching Program. So go there and fill an application and I'll text you and we can see if coaching is a good fit. And I'm here to help you. If you have any more questions that you want answered here on the podcast, email me trip at tripadvice.com and put in the subject line podcast question. It's a good episode. Thanks for listening. And thanks to all who have emailed in their questions. I can't wait to do more.